welcome to Cart Class, brought to you by 18 times Australian champion David Serra. Cart Class strives to give cart racing drivers the fundamental driving skills, cart setup, and the mindset required to take you from beginner to winner. Your host, David Serra, has over 25 years' experience in cart racing and is the most successful driver in Australian history. Hey guys, and welcome back to our Cart Class podcast. I'm your host, 18 time Australian champion David Serra, and today's discussion is going to be just a general go karting tips. So, whether you're a beginner or an experienced kart racer, there's always some areas on the kart racing that you can improve on. So for some people, it's going to be hitting the ideal racing line. For some people, it's going to be braking in later. Other drivers, more experienced drivers, it could be the mindset. So they're really fast in practice, but then they can't back it up when it comes to race day. So we're going to look at some general tips that can help your guys in your racing career. Now, number one tip is finding the ideal racing line. Now, if you're going to the same circuit week in, week out, you're going to know that pretty quickly. You can visually see because there's a darker line on the racing track, but when you go into a newer circuit or something that's been you know, fresh every surface, so it doesn't actually quite show you where the racing line is, that's going to be important to find as quickly as you possibly can. So the ideal racing line is obviously the fastest way around the racing track. When you go into a new track, it's all about just trying to, to do a track walk. Look for where the marks on the track. They're going to be on the painted curbs. They're going to be on the exit of the curbs. They're going to be on the turning points as well. So looking for the darker section of the racetrack. Now, usually, not every corner because it might be a quick succession between corners, but usually the racing line goes from the outside of the circuit on corner entry, and then it goes towards the inside at the apex point. So you basically start your corner on the outside, then you get towards the inside for the middle of the corner. And then once you finish the corner, again, depending on where the next corner is going, if it's a long straight, you're going to be making your way back towards the outside of the track. So you're really trying to open up those corners so you can maximize your speed around the corner. Now, where sometimes you get a bit caught out is there could be a quick succession. There might be a right-hander, and then straight after it's a quick left-hand corner. So if you do use that same principle of outside to start off, middle on the inside, and then finishing the corner on the back on the outside, then you found yourself on the inside for the next corner, which is not going to help you out. So where you've gained on one particular corner, you're now going to lose that because your corner circumference is way too tight. So your racing line is going to change between different corners, whether it's a, it's a hairpin, it's a fast sweeping corner and what's coming up as well. So watch other carts where possible. Get a sense on where to place your cart when you go into the racetrack and don't be afraid to make mistakes as well. Now, number two with our go-karting tips is braking later. So I'd say that the number one area where I could be faster than drivers that I coach who are less experienced than me is in the braking zones. So it's all about having that ability and remaining in control that I can brake, say, you know, half a cart to one cart later than the other guys around me or in the same package if I jump into their cart. And so how I'm trying to achieve that is I'm trying to hit the brakes quite aggressively so I can slow the cart down as fast as I possibly can to reach, you know, the maximum corner speed that I can corner. So let's just say, for example, we're traveling at 110 kilometers an hour in a 125cc engine, and the maximum speed that you can corner at for a particular hairpin corner is 50Ks. So an inexperienced or more of a novice driver might go from 110Ks to 60 or 55Ks, and they just do it a lot slower than me because they might be hitting the brakes a lot more gently, or they're accelerating, then they're backing off, and then they're applying the brakes. That little bit of downtime, they're wasting a little bit of time on. But for myself and also other experienced drivers and right towards the pointy end of the field, the braking zones is where you're going to maximize that last little chunk of speed. So it's all about having the confidence that you can hit the brake aggressively, 
but still remain in control so that when you are cornering, the cart's still handling nice and smoothly for you. So when it comes to our high performance classes, you might want to use the trail braking technique where you sort of got the brakes held all the way down towards the apex. And one of the reasons for that is that the longer you've got the brakes on, the quicker the cart's going to slow down. But in your low performance category, so whether that's cadet racing, junior racing, four-stroke racing, with the speeds that you're traveling on the entry to the corner and the lower horsepower that you have coming out of the corner, you don't need to hit the brakes as aggressively. So just knowing what class you're in and what tire compound you're on with the amount of grip that you've got depends on what braking technique that you can use. The third tip we're going to talk about is using smaller steering inputs. Now, when it comes to cards, you use such small steering inputs. It's, you know, newcomers think, oh, sliding around corners or drifting is fast because it feels fast because you're out of control. But unfortunately, with kart racing, it's just not fast. Now, there is some drivers that can be a little bit more aggressive on the steering inputs and they get away with it. And that is just their driving style. But when that comes into play, there's a lot more elements that can go wrong. There's a lot more mistakes that can go wrong. And especially the faster categories that you do get into, the bigger the steering input, the more chance you've got of sliding or especially in the braking zones as well, losing control in the braking zones as well. Just think smooth is fast and try and use in a way, keep your arms a little bit straight on the steering inputs. Um, so your forearms a little bit straighter. The bigger the bend, the more chance you've got of really you know, throwing the cart around. So keeping your arms straighter and trying to almost steer with your fingertips rather than your actual hands. Again, you're gonna have to turn your hands and turn your arms when you're steering, but having that mindset of you just trying to be so gentle on the steering inputs can really make you a lot faster as well. Now, when it comes to uh, the cart setup, it's obviously perfecting your cart setup. So I can use one particular setup and the guy next to me can be doing the exact same lap times as me, but he's got a whole different setup because his driving style might be, he likes to hit the brakes less aggressive. So he likes to um, have less grip in his car. Where I like to have a lot of uh, grip in my car because I want to attack the corners with a lot of speed on the way in. So some drivers like to go faster in the corners and then you're gonna lose out in the exit. Other drivers like to go a little bit slower on the entry, but get a faster exit. So it's knowing what setup is gonna work for your particular driving style. Now, whether that means you're really aggressive on the steering wheel, you might wanna move your Ackerman points out. So where the tie rod bolts up to the steering column or to the stub axle, you can change that angle to affect how much the steering input uh, comes into play. It might mean that you run a, a, a stiffer axle or a softer axle, depending on, again, whether you're a smooth driver, you can run a, a stiffer axle to release grip. Or if you're a driver who likes to attack the corners, you might want to run a softer axle to get more entry stability uh, for your car. So it's perfecting it around you and not necessarily copying other drivers. You can see other people have got tape on their axles or their front end settings. It's sort of irrelevant because that particular driver is gonna have a different style to what you're gonna have also. And the last thing we want to talk about when it comes to, to tips is to try and find a mentor. It could be a coach, but just having someone you can bounce ideas off. And now half the reason why people get coaches or mentors is because that particular person has more experience than what you do. So you're trying to absorb and to suck some of that information out of them so that you can improve your skills a lot faster. So whether they've gone to a particular track uh, multiple times and you've never been there, so all of a sudden you can find the ideal racing sprocket to use, the ideal tire pressure to use, and also get some ideas on where to place the cart for the first couple of times that you go on the track. That's straight away a massive head start when it comes to you going there for the first time. It might mean that you've never had a race before and you wanna get someone who's got plenty of racing experience. So 
knowing how to get the ideal racing start or where to position the car for the first couple of laps so you don't get overtaken from other drivers. They're the reasons why you want to have a mentor. And when you're looking at other sports, all the other sports have some sort of coach or mentor as well. So when you're looking at uh, LeBron James and, and, and Tom Brady, and these guys who are absolute superstars in their chosen sports, they still have someone they run ideas by or to get tips on how to prepare for a game. So there's no reason why us kart racing drivers can't get some guidance as well. So concluding today's episode on our kart class podcast, it's getting the racing lines right. Once you're on the ideal racing line, you should have the maximum amount of grip to corner as fast as you possibly can. The second and the biggest area we can gain a lot of time is in our braking zones. So it's knowing which corners you can brake late and hard on. And if you're in your lower performance categories, not overdoing that braking zone as well. Smooth is fast. So it sounds simple and we've heard it so many times before, but using smaller steering inputs, a lot less mistakes can occur this way. And then perfecting the setup to suit your driving style. So like I said, we've all got different driving styles. So find what works for you and stick down that path. Don't try and copy other drivers. And lastly, find a mentor or someone that you can bounce ideas off so you can fast track your experience and get the tips that you need. This is another episode of Kart Class Podcast. I'm your host, Adding Thomas Australian Champion, David Serra. Feel free to join us at our Kart Class Instagram and also over at Facebook as well. We try and provide you guys with plenty of tips where we can. I'll see you guys next time. Cheers. If you've enjoyed today's episode and want to learn more about your kart racing, be sure to check out kartclass.com.au for driving courses catered to all skill levels. 